Blog Talk Radio. Marty Oakley of the PJ Gazette Online. This is the TS Radio Network, and we obviously are having some technical difficulties tonight. Uh, No one seems to be able to get on. Uh, I don't know what in the world is going on here, so if you'll just bear with me for a minute. Okay, I think we got it. Um, all right, is everybody here? That looks like Kazi there. Hold on, Kaz. Yes, I'm here. Okay, yeah, I don't know what's going on here. I had to log out, log back in. Nobody was showing up on the board. I thought everybody had bailed. Um, oh no! This, yeah, I was going to fold the show, and I thought I'll try one more time. We anyway, we're here. I'm no, I can you guys hear me? Okay. We're on, okay. guys. Hello. Okay, wait a minute. Hi. Hi. Who all have we got here? We got Elena, Ikaz, and who else? Angela. Angela, okay. All right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's me, Marty. Yay. Um, <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Marty, you sound all sick still. You sound so oh, congested. You- yeah, it's, I have, the, you know, you get this stuff, I got ear infection and all of that, uh, it stuff makes me insane, but anyway, um, I'm still here, try as they might, yep. I'm still here. Yeah, so, been here for a long time. Yeah. Thank goodness, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, you know, on that note of a long time, I got a message yesterday on Facebook, from a lady named Arlene, and she said that she was involved in guardianship cases and abuse and everything. And she said, I researched you, and she said, you have been doing this a long, long time. She said, don't you think it's time, she said, that you just sit back and let somebody else take care of this? Oh, that was really And so I sent her a message. I just sent her a message back, and I said, Arlene, don't you think it's time you kissed my fluffy old butt? And um, <laughs> anyway, so I haven't heard any more. You know, on that on that note, that's so that's interesting because all day long I have been I had a little thing I wanted to ask you, Marty. Um, yes, I wanted to ask you if you have ever considered writing a book that gives information on your experiences your experiences that have worked and not worked, guide to those that are just experiencing it and what they can do and not do, how to avoid guardianship. 
who are the good players and who aren't the good players? You know, and I got yeah. thinking, couldn't we put out a warning? You know how food is now, they're putting out warnings saying, you know, certain food, like hot dogs we just did, you know, causes, yeah. you know. Um, couldn't, they, couldn't we try to get something where they have warnings and the attorneys, if you go in and you, the person who signs, the family member or public, you know, guardianship, you know, that person has to sign a warning, especially family members, that all of them have to sign. I'm sorry, what? And a warning that this could happen and then show all this guardianship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, that's a brilliant idea. idea. I, I just put a new author up on the PPJ. And um, he's actually a whistleblower, but he talks about these corrupt judiciary, how corrupt it is. And he talked about back in, um, I think it was the 1980s, what they called Operation Greylord in Chicago. They ended up prosecuting 99 judges and attorneys for corruption, bribery, throwing cases, fixing cases, this, that, and something else. A lot of them did prison time. And he said the best way, he said, you could clean up the judiciary right now if every judge in the country was forced to take a lie detector test before they could sit back on the bench again once a year. (laughs) And, you know, they'd be asked questions like, have you accepted any bribes? You know, have you helped fix the case? Have you? And um, I I think that is. Has your mortgage been paid? Has your mortgage been paid by someone? (laughs) Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you get a new $150,000 car out of the blue? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That I think this is, yeah. this is a minimal requirement, and corrupt as the judiciary is, we, we don't have a judicial system. We have the bar mm-hmm. mafia, and they have monopolized yeah. the judiciary. And why the government has not moved to bust up this monopoly. They broke up AT&T. Why can't they bust up the Bar Association? And the reason for that is oh, the Bar can. Association is running the government. And, um, yes. and, you know, it's just like every time we try to get a bill yeah. passed that has any teeth to it, the donations to campaigns from bar members and bar associations. Yes. I don't know how people don't see roots. this. It's so obvious. Like, it's yes. so obvious. If you really look at it, and, it's like... Yeah. <laughs> And I, I want to remind people again, I've seen, seen, you know, just regular everyday people write legislation that's absolutely on the mark. And, I mean, they did their homework. It's, it's formed, formed correctly. They've, like I say, they've done the legal background on it. Anyway, and they will maybe get someone to sponsor it and bring it into their legislature. Okay, and people say, "Oh, they—they they said they're gonna—they're gonna vote on our bill." But let me explain to you: that bill gets tabled. In other words, it gets recorded, and it gets put on the table, and it's—it's it's scheduled to be heard, read out loud, supposedly, at a certain date, and then voted on. Okay, between the time it hits that table and that vote on that bill. Every vulture out there goes in there and shreds that bill, tears it apart, takes anything out of it that works against them, um, adds all kinds of stuff. Actually, you end up with what is nothing more than a roll of toilet paper. 
and then they pass it and say, see, mm-hmm. we did. We care about the elder. You didn't pass anything that was presented to you. This bill was right. torn up, amended, restructured, rewritten, and everything you left the name on there. And too many people, too many people go by the title, the Elder Justice and Protection Act. Had nothing to do with protecting the elderly. Nothing. Nope. Not a damn no. thing. And what did you, know, you Marty, do? You know, Marty, if I may. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, no Marty, I was going to say, if I may just say something. You mentioned the mafia, and, and this just strikes a chord with me. I, I just have to say it. It's I've been feeling more comfortable saying it, so I'm just going to say it. My dad's father, my grandfather, was in the Cleveland mafia, and the FBI was obsessed, obsessed with catching him obsessed like they were after him for years and years and years if they really wanted to stop this they would and they could because this is way worse than what he did this is way worse what he did compels in comparison to this i'm just going to say that and leave it there i I grew (laughs) up on the south side of des moines which is an italian settlement or was at the time i was growing up and all my friends were italian and um the thing about this is, and, and a lot of these people, a lot of these families were hidden there. They were out of Chicago, Chicago Kansas City, out of the Twin Cities. It was, Des Moines was a central point. And they, right. would, they stashed there. It was a little cow town at the time. They stashed them there. Nobody would look for them there. So anyway, you had this Italian mm-hmm. settlement. But the one thing about these people was you never had to try and guess what they were going to do. They would tell you point blank what they were going to yes. do if you did exactly. this and this. And exactly. That, yeah, there was, there was no. Shooters. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And when I stand here today, the FBI, they're talking about it needs to go into receivership. Um, it is so far away from what it was mandated to do. It is absolutely worthless to the public. It is simply a political tool used by whichever party happens to be running things at the time. Mm-hmm. It is a, a place for things to be fixed and hidden and destroyed. They do nothing. We find that they are involved many times, like um, the, all the riots up there in Minneapolis after the George Floyd murder. The FBI was heavily involved. They had planted people all over to start the riots. You know, they worked with that bunch out of Denver called Rent a Crowd. They bust loads of people in who were paid to create all kinds of problems. And then just like too, like those holding pallets full of bricks mysteriously appeared all around Minneapolis. Pallets of bricks. Just in case you might want to throw one. And but you yeah. Now how did those get in there? But you saw them again in Ferguson, Missouri. One of the most tragic hmm. situations I've seen in years. I still, when I talk about this, it just makes my chest tighten up. Um, this is a uh, what do I want to say? It's a captured community. Um, these people live in abject poverty, and they are kept that way. There's no way out. Mm-hmm. And exactly. They are absolutely, I mean, it's the whole place was falling apart. All kinds of crap was happening there. And they started trying to get out and leave, and they were trying to force them to stay. As it turned out, uh, the FBI and Renner Crowd showed up, 
and they started the Ferguson riots. Not that the people there might not have done it anyway, but at the very end of that, all of a sudden the FBI makes the media go three blocks away. And this was at this large intersection, and there Hmm. were several hundreds of people gathered there in protest. And they were talking about many of the people who were rioting. They didn't know who they were. And you have to understand, this is a closed community. You might not know their name, but you knew by sight. And they didn't know who these people were. And you could hear this boom, boom, boom in the background. This is a whole battalion of law enforcement coming with the uh, riot gear on and the big shields. And they're using their batons, which is a psychological thing, beating on those, you know, boom, boom, boom. And you can hear them coming. I think one of the oof, I got my chance to see up talking about this. The oh, people gosh, yeah. from Ferguson locked arms across that. They knew what was going to happen. It was going to be a massacre. And they locked arms across that intersection with their backs to the police. And you can see them shaking and crying. And they're going, hold the line, hold the line, don't look back, don't look back. They'll say we acted aggressively, and they'll open fire, don't look back, don't look back. And these people are doing everything, holding. And it was about that time that these rent-a-rioters realized they were about to get massacred, too. They had no intention. They had offered them $5,000 for three days' work. FBI did. <laughs> they had, And they hit the road. Um that was brought to an end by one of the head of law enforcement in the state helicoptered in and brought all of this to a halt. But to see these people do this and standing in absolute terror of what was coming behind them and knowing that could be their last moment on earth and, you know, hold the line, hold the line. They're going to kill us all. If you turn, don't, they're going to say we acted great. Don't turn around. Please don't turn around. Stay looking forward, blah, blah, blah. And you can see the police look befuddled. They don't know what to do. And they're doing everything to antagonize these people. Well, I say this all got diffused and taken apart. The rent rioters hit the road running. They never got paid because things didn't go in. There was no intention to ever pay them. They were going to kill them. And three of them blew the whistle. And within a week, all three were dead. And oh, my gosh. It just, but this is, this is what we are up against. We have law enforcement that is more of a threat to us than most criminals. We have a judicial mm-hmm. system that is more criminal than most of the people brought in front of it. We have this band of merry mafia people called the Bar Association who use mm-hmm. the law not to preserve it and to keep the peace and do what's right, but to beat you to death with it, to get from you whatever mm-hmm. it is they want from you. You're guilty if they say you are. And even if you're not guilty, they'll create all kinds of fabricated evidence to make it look like you are. And you only have to look at all of the people who have been exonerated that are getting out of prison. DNA has proved they never could have committed the crime. People that were on death row. How many people have been put to death in this country that weren't guilty? Yeah. That weren't guilty. And why are we, as opposed Christian nation, 
executing people. Well, yeah. Why are we doing this? This is murder. I don't care if the state does it or you does it. Murder is murder. Exactly. But we we have made a business and a trade out of putting people in prison. I keep telling everybody we have been commodified. They are buying, selling, and trading us. And you can fit in any one of a number of categories. It can be either prisoner, be guardianized. It can be a child. Whatever group you – there's many groups you can fall into. You can be bought, sold, and traded. You are worth money on the public auction block, and that is how they view all of us. And until we get this stopped, and that will start with getting rid of the judiciary as it stands today. The Supreme Court of the United States is absolutely worthless in any capacity. It has been politicized. It, It is There's stuff that comes out of there, even me in my ignorance. No, this is is wrong. This is wrong. This violates the Constitution. This violates people's rights. How could you condone this? Right. And then they write these long, uh, the the best one I can ever cite is John Roberts on Obamacare. Obamacare was, was an attack on the public. And they said, and it was unconstitutional. And so the Supreme Court, within three days, issued a ruling on it. And it's strange because everybody else, it takes four to six years to get in front of them. But hey, we, you know, what the hell. And mm-hmm. they issue this ruling that says because the government has the right to tax. No, it doesn't. It, it never did have. It has the right to tax the profits on corporations, but not on your labor. But you see, we don't pay attention to that either. But anyway, but because they had the right yeah, to tax. Yeah, that's a good point. That Obamacare was a tax, and so it was constitutional. And I about jumped through my monitor when I read this thing. But when you read his actual opinion, you couldn't make it, and they do this all the time. They write these pages and pages long of gobbledygook, messed up. Honest to God, it's like somebody's yelling – Help, help, the lunatics are running the asylum. And, you know, what I'm saying, they asked Roberts what this written opinion meant, and he couldn't even tell you. This thing was such a mess, nobody can explain to you to this day. My point is, the Supreme Court of the United States is of no use to us. It is politicized. It, 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 its main job, its only job, was to protect the Constitution of the United States and the laws. That's all it was supposed to do. And yet we have it sticking its damn nose in everything and we're worried mm-hmm. about who's a liberal and yeah, who's a conservative, yes. who loves God and oh. who doesn't and oh yes. kiss my butt. Amen, Marty. You know? Oh my gosh, it makes yeah. me crazy because I that's what I say, I said it's intentional division. They yes. do these things on purpose. I wish people would understand to get you against each other, liberal, conservative. Yes. You know, yes. people are going to be different and have different opinions. Why, like, they just bring that to the forefront to distract people from what's really going on behind the scenes. That's you know, all it is. Do you think, I Sorry, do you think Marty was getting, getting closer? Do you think we're getting closer to, to changing? I, I don't know. Um, there's too many people that are too... Uh, 
too, hang on too tightly to this right versus left thing. And if I'm mm-hmm. on the right, mm-hmm. I'm a conservative and I love God. And if you're on the left, you're an atheist and you don't. That is such crap. Shut up. And, yeah, can't you, you know, fall somewhere in the middle? Like, I mean, really. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and here, now here's the reality of it. None of us is all or one of the other. We exactly. are a combination. Mm-hmm. And if you're thinking it mm-hmm. all, you look at each issue as it comes before you, and you weigh the merits, and you do your research, and you come to your conclusion, that can fall right or left. It makes no difference. Mm-hmm. Don't box yourself in. And yep. when you box, you use self We need to abolish. Yeah. We need to abolish the, the right and the left, don't we? <laughs> yes, yes. And... Uh, and, oh, that's leftist. Oh, that's socialism. Oh, that's communism. You're sitting dead in the middle of fascism. Get a life. And uh, but, but what's fascism? It's the, the combination of corporations and government, corporation as government. Mm-hmm. You, you getting a clue here? And Yeah, well, and this is what I tell so, Angela, too, with the whole Christian thing. It's like you have to be really careful about that because – there are so many people that are like, oh, I'm Christian, and they can say a million Bible verses and scriptures and explain uh-huh. everything to you in detail, but yet they do yeah, not yeah, yeah. behave that way. They do not behave yeah, it, that way. Well, and it, now I want you to think about this. There are more than 2,200 gods worshipped right now around the globe. And, of mm-hmm. course, the only one that's the right one is the one you believe in. And, um, you know, and... <laughs> You cannot bring – this is one of the things the founding fathers knew from coming from England and the, and the separation of church and state. When the Church of England was, had overtaken the government and what it did to the economy and the people, and the, it, it, it was terrible. And that, that's why that separation of church and state and the freedom not only of religion but from religion. You either believe in God or you don't. And you mm-hmm. don't need a bunch of fairy tale stories. You don't need and all of it taken from other religions and, and, and you know and blended together. No, this is what God wants for you. You don't know people. God spoke to me. God never said a damn word to you. If He did, it would have been shut up. And you know, and it's just I, I can't. Uh, I get so Liz, sick of you know. You say that because I say God gave you two, uh, two, uh, two ears and one mouth for a reason. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, Use listen more. Close your mouth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I will tell you this: in my debates, and I have many of them with many people, the minute they revert to Bible scripture, well, and I believe in God, and all I know is I just won. They have nothing to argue with. They don't have any valid arguments, so they fall back, and God told me to do it. God, if I, I'm just doing what God said, no, no, you're not. And God never told you to do that. Um, and that, that's what I'm saying. Put the religion aside. Religion is personal and it's intimate. Your faith in God is personal and intimate. Right, it's right. not for parading around in the public and talking about I'm a Christian. I'm a this. I'm a that. Oh, oh, I'm the Lord. And Jesus said, and uh, shut up, please, shut up. This stuff is modeling. It is worn out. It is just. And people type type Amen if you love God. Oh, our. 
how stupid is this going to get? Um, I, I just, this stuff just drives me off the wall. Now, for those who, and I've gotten some of these here recently also, who are of the opinion that I need to shut up and go away, <laughs> rock the rock, baby. I'm not shutting up and going anywhere. I might be down a little bit with the guardian. The guardian, Marty. The guardians want you to shut up. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a the lot guardians. of people too. And the, the, the glory, glory hogs, hogs want you to. Oh my goodness! The my glory hogs want God. you to shut up. Yes. You no, know what? There's a saying. There's a saying I love. Don't judge what? a man by the friends that he keeps, but by his enemies. So, Mari, you might have made some enemies as sweet as you are because we discussed that. Didn't we have a – like, <laughs> that last week? I, I, we dis- I am so sweet. Yeah, we yeah, discussed yeah. how sweet you – and everyone was writing in absolutely how sweet that you are and that they think yes. I am too. Um, yes. But they – yeah, they – darkness hates are. light. Thank you. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Can you believe somebody would think Marty was not nice? Yeah, they <laughs> don't. They, they're just trying – that's because it's their ego. Their ego is saying that. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. honey. And they want, her to, they want her to be quiet. Our and, sweet and Because she's so, yeah. She has they will tell the, you. You have the wealth of information. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they, will, they will go out there and tell you that they themselves know that their legitimacy is beyond reproach. Says who? You? Only have got like 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 people on their side and rooting for them. Mm-hmm. Sure uh-huh. you do. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. No, what they do is, you know, and it's just like um, everybody that they come in contact with, send me your email list. You know, mm-hmm. send me all your media contacts. So I don't your ask documents. people for that stuff. Yeah, send me Yeah, I want to see. I'm going to help you with a lawyer there, too, in your yeah. state. I'm uh-huh. going to help you with a lawyer. This gonna yeah. I had one you clear to the. Yeah. I had a glory hawk, Marty. This is like in the beginning of Montgomery County. Like, if you can get me, I think it was like eight contacts and get me their emails and just I I have a media, I have media stuff for you. So I go yeah. and I do it. And did I get any media? No, I just gave out eight people's names with emails. Yes. Like I got I got suckered by the glory hog. Yeah. And yeah. I keep. I mean, that was before I was listening to your show. I now I know better. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry, but that's what I was. Telling. Anybody tells you I need your contacts and your media guy, you don't share that information. You have no right to pass on someone else's contact information, email, phone, phone, whatever it is, without their permission. You don't Absolutely. do that. And right. If I even to other it, victims. Yes. Yeah. You don't do unless that. Unless you get permission. There's ways. Unless you get permission. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. But to just over across the board hand that stuff out, you do not have the right mm-hmm. to do that. And media contacts. It was a hard thing for people to understand that if you get a reporter that's interested or you get – it's just like here, uh, what, a few years ago with Netflix, and they were doing the Guardian – episode on dirty money i was mm-hmm. supposed to fly out on june 2nd and do a piece for that but my sister passed on the last day of may and i couldn't go and mm-hmm. but it's too bad because you could have been a force to be reckoned with but anyway go ahead well, sorry well, about your loss a a glory hog 
absolutely made a trip all the way to New York and threatened to tear their doors down if they didn't talk to him. He demanded that they – he is the, the nation's, if not globally, lead advocate for the elderly. And he works with senators and representatives. Now, he'll drop a name in a heartbeat. Yes, yes. But the idea – and send out emails not realizing that these, a lot of these were passed on to me. In fact, at one point I had 30 or 40 of them stacked up here trashing me. Claiming we'd had conversations we never had, um, that things had happened, wrote the summit and told them that I had maligned and insulted him and his wife. And I never yeah. mentioned you. Um, you know, the lead, here's what I say about the lead advocate. If you're like the number one best, I've always heard, don't you say it yourself. Let other people say it about you. So yes. I'm going to announce. I'm going to announce to everybody who the lead advocate actually is. It's a woman named Elaine at the National Association to Stop Guardianship Abuse. She works day and night, day and night, day and night. She's amazing. Every media story that I've ever gotten written about her story, it was Elaine who had this all done. And I don't even know what Elaine looks like. I've never met her, and she's so amazing. And I would have to say, if I would want to vote on the lead advocate, it's this humble, sweet Elaine who isn't out there being a glory hog. I have to. I have to sing her. You have no idea who they are. You have no idea who they are. Normally, I have to sing her praises for her. So, anyone listening, and you're just getting into guardianship, you need to send an email to the National Association to Stop Guardianship Abuse and start working with Elaine. There you go. I agree. That's what you, that's what you do. That's what you do. Yep. So we have nominated the lead advocate is of the world. And it's, there you go. it's not a male glory hog. It's the nope. sweet Elaine. She's there probably going to kill me. If, she, if she's listening, she's going to kill me. Well, I've never talked to Elaine, but that's a good sign to me. Marty. And I would say Marty is up there, too. I'd say she's a lead. No. Yes, yeah. yeah. Marty's got so much experience and, and knowledge. Experience well, and knowledge. Yeah. She knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, uh, we've got a you know we've got a huge following in Australia, and we've mm-hmm. done a lot of work with them. And uh, Chris, who runs uh, the the sister organization on guardianship abuse in over there, was when she first got rolling. She goes, my God. Who are these people that are coming out of the woodwork claiming they're a world-renowned advocate and they're the only one who knows anything? I said, oh, I already know who you're talking about. And she said they they creep me out. And she said they just are incessant. I said, I know. I said incessant emailing, texting, phone calls. It never stops. Yeah. And um, I said, uh, this keeps hammering at you. And I, that Netflix complained about this too. What was this about? That this um, another lady that I had interviewed here some years ago, Sharon DeLobo. I had never talked to her until the day before I interviewed her, and she absolutely was on fire. 
She said, I am being harassed to the point. She said, I can't believe this. She said, my email's loaded. My text message is loaded. The phone never stops ringing. Talk to me. You need to talk to me. You need to communicate with me. Why won't you communicate with me? I can help you. Blah, blah, blah. I, I just, I would not dream of doing that. I'll reach out to someone. If they respond, fine. If they don't, I leave not them alone. fine. Yep. Yeah. yeah and maybe uh, you'll follow up with them later in case they got the yep. message at a bad time and they forgot. Yeah. You'll email them like yeah. a little bit later, like you a normal person. Know. You I don't, don't even have time. time to call somebody and bug them that much. Exactly. I exactly. Know. Exactly. Cause that makes you think: Are they paid, or where are they getting their resources? Yeah. They to have do to that? be. Yeah. I mean, they have to be getting paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be an incentive because they wouldn't just do that. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, I mean, a glory a of... hog, Go I was going to say, they're so narcissistic. They don't care. They only care about what's in it for them. They don't care yeah. about the people that they're calling and bugging, and they're, they're selling, you know, they're selling their product, which is them. They're not selling yeah. the mm-hmm. evolution to guardianship. And so, obviously, they're just trying to really do some major sales calls. And, yeah, the only people who do sales calls like that, they're getting paid. Yeah. And yeah, he might be, be a car sale. He's a dirty car salesman mm-hmm. or vacuum salesman or whatever you want to call him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, there you go. There you go. Well, no. Go he's a manure salesperson. He's yeah, manure sells manure for the pig. The pig. The pen. pigs. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, I think it's time for the hog report. Kazi, oh my gosh, take it I'm away. All right. So. <laughs> We we got scared away from our Halloween show, so we're going to do what we had prepared last Friday. I think we had some technical difficulties. Probably the goblins got into the the, the computers, and they, we were supposed to do this last week. So now everyone grab your leftover Halloween candy because the hog report is the scary hog. And the scary hog Yeah, it's the scary hog. Now, the scary hog has a Halloween costume on, making themselves look like an angel. But it's like, what do they call that? Like a pig in lipstick or something? That's the scary hog is actually can do some Halloween damage. They're all about tricks and no treats. They're just there to basically destroy you. And it's a very serious situation because when we're talking about Halloween, I mean, we have people who believe that their loved ones have gone to an early grave because of guardianship. And that's scary stuff. And people who are seeing it happen, they're watching their loved ones be isolated, drugs, everything that's going on, that they have no input on how the care of their loved ones should be. This is this is the stuff of a real life horror movie, and the glory hog knows that this stuff is going on, but the glory hog doesn't really care that you're all that you're about to get tricks because the glory hog wants a treat for themselves. So when you say trick or treat, it's pretty deadly, and that is that's perfect. That's a perfect yeah, yeah trick or treat. Like the glory hog is there. They're going to trick you you. to treat themselves. Yeah, and it's just, it's so scary. And yet they have their costume on. They look, they might look like, you know, some, not everyone wears a scary Halloween costume. They're, they're non-scary ones out there too. So, and they're wearing their little angel costume or 
whatever. Sometimes what are some they, good, like a uh, pumpkin, they, they have a little pumpkin head on or something. Yeah, sometimes the scariest costume people are wearing is themselves. And, uh, yeah. you, know, you know what I'm saying? And, and if you ever yeah. noticed, you, you, if you meet these people, you get the creeps. Um, yeah, you, the vibrations off of them. Weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that the thing vibes, from years yeah. ago, you know, the vibes. That's very real, and um, yeah. we all give off positive or negative vibrations that the are energy. picked up. Yes, yes, by people around us, and uh, but these people always give off this negative energy, and they're but they're always mm-hmm. effusive and overly gracious and uh, 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 you know I'm so glad to finally meet you in person get the hell out of here and uh and it just uh you know I don't know uh, I just am who I am take mm-hmm. it or leave it I don't care ain't none of you paying my bills I don't care Amen. and uh yeah. so you don't have to tune in you don't have to listen you don't have to like me, but you better grab your butt if you think you're coming after me. Cause I right, and you might not have to me. agree with everything, Marty yes. says. You may not agree, but you're your own and person. You, Everybody's their own person, well, right? And the thing is, yeah. if everyone has to agree with you in order for to you to thing. stay... Yeah, that, that sounds like a cult why leader. Why would you even want to talk to them? Yeah, why would you even want to... You already know what they think. They're boring as hell. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I yeah. to do their own thinking. That do it. I, I want to hear opposing opinions and thoughts and ideas, different conclusions. I don't need sheeple. I don't need sheeple. Yeah. Right. right. Amen. I, That's a good point. You know, I, I just don't need it. Yeah. And last, nobody is all or the other. But anyway, go ahead on with the Glory Hog report too. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, what the we were going to do. It, yeah, the scary hog. And we were going to talk about some of our favorite hog segments because we've been doing the glory hog. Are we going, is it almost at our year anniversary, Marty, of glory hog? Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking we're that we're right around, yeah. yeah, we're coming up on our year anniversary. We even have a sponsor, Shenanigans yes, in the Montgomery we, County State. Yes. 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 Did, their, the did, their, sponsor, did their sponsor the check was- show up? No, um, I, but the oh. report is being sponsored by Shenanigans in Montgomery County. Uh, they're on Facebook. They are sponsoring the Glory Hog um, mm-hmm. Hog Report every week. So thank you yeah. to Shenanigans. Thank you, Mr. Shenanigans, personally. And um, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> yes, thank you very much. And uh, but they are who is sponsoring the Hog Report. And we are taking more sponsorships, and we can always start more fun little anecdotal uh, talks on here. And so we are yep. always open for more sponsorships. And so you could get a hold of me because Marty put me in charge of marketing. So I, I'm yes. trying to be good at it. And I don't have a marketing You're doing degree, awesome. so I, I need all the help I can get. So everyone who would like to be a sponsor on one of these shows, Get a hold of me, and I can help make that dream come true for you. Except glory hogs, no amount of money. <laughs> we don't. We, we're not. We're not that for sale. 
Yeah, we, yeah. not for sale. We just want to have some sponsorships. And we really feel that the Shenanigans in Montgomery County Facebook page is a very powerful page. That is yes. a page that I have met many of the other victims in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, where my story originated and what got me involved in this whole, in, you know, in the whole guardianship, like, awareness is because I have, I think it's been like 14 years ago. I don't know. A long time. It's not like it just happened mm-hmm. yesterday. And my loved one has already been deceased and they already, you know, they did it all to the end. It's a little contestant thing. So I know it from beginning to end how it goes. And so much of it is documented at Shenanigans. There's videos or there's like YouTube videos that you can watch. They are so amazing. My favorite one is Elko and Diane Zabowski, and Elko was a Holocaust survivor. Uh, it's a horrifying video, but it's so well done. And I hear there's more to come. There's, uh, in the last couple weeks, I've gotten two leads of people to talk through, through shenanigans because people will put comments on shenanigans, and Mr. Shenanigans always sends me a heads up. Hey, did you see so-and-so commented? And this is a new person, and then I make contact. So it's a great Facebook page. If you want to make contact with some of the rest of us here, especially if you're in the Montgomery County, Pennsylvania area, go and private message Mr. Shenanigans, and Mr. Shenanigans will get you in touch with one of us, Or and it's going to just yeah. be a beautiful thing. We hope to have a new uh, victim that will be coming on the show, Marty. We're, okay. Um, they're working on their timeline, um, trying to get them up on NASCA. But it's it's the guardianship just started in August, so we've got we've got a hot one, and he's oh, wow. mad. He is yeah. mad, and he he loves the show. He listens to it all the time, and we are going to be very excited to have our new guest on when the time is right. Okay. There's so many so many guests that we get out of shenanigans, but. The hog does not like shenanigans. One time, Marty, what happened to Marty and I on the shenanigans Facebook page, I don't know if Angela and Elena know this, but we were defamed on the shenanigans yes. Facebook page. No. Yeah. Why? No, I did know that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A glory hog defamed, defamed me and defamed Marty and said, to, and said something to the effect of why – why do you care what's going on in Pennsylvania? Go mind your own state. I still was going through court proceedings in Pennsylvania at the time. So the glory hog was so ignorant, didn't even know, like, if you're going to run your mouth and tell me to run back to Wisconsin, are you not aware? All my court records are in Pennsylvania. I'm, I, don't have a, I don't have issues with Wisconsin. That's what we have Angela for. But, you know, it's just like the glory – and then – and then the glory hog said mean stuff about Marty, who's so sweet. And then I just lost it because Marty is so sweet. And Marty, I feel, doesn't stick up for herself. So I had to go on the attack with the glory hog. And I don't usually get in Facebook fights with people, but I got in a Facebook fight with a glory hog. Wow. I believe it's yeah, all been taken down. Yeah, there's just those things that push you yeah, well, you know why? Because you know down, Marty stands up for what's right, and she's honest. And so she's like I yeah. said, she's a straight shooter. She's honest. She's direct. Well, She'll tell you like it is. I just and got a message like here. I just got a message here from. Oh, great. This is from Evelyn, and Hi, this Evelyn. I find suspicion 
because she says, excuse me, Miss Oakley, but don't you have numerous felonies on your record? You have what? a criminal background, do you not? Well, <laughs> no, I do not. I don't even have a freaking parking ticket. Now, investigations have been run on me, trying to find something, anything to use on me, to drive me down, and there ain't nothing. And they even accused the BCA in Minnesota of washing my file so that there wouldn't be oh. anything. Yeah, because yeah, that's just there's how powerful no way I am. The gover- yeah. yeah, no if the right, government well, will, if anything, make stuff up because they want to have you be yes. quiet. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, no, no. Let, me, let me add this. I know who probably most likely gave you that information. A glory and you hog. Might run an inv- yes, and you might run an investigation there because I think that glory hog has two sealed felonies on his record. Really? You might ask what those glory- are about. And um, wow. anyway... Uh, yes, but no, you investigate. Are they in their home state want, yeah. or are they other states? I don't know here. Don't know. So mm-hmm. and, Evelyn uh, okay. can, it's called C-capping. So Evelyn, you can go and C-cap, Marty, and you can learn all this information for yourself. You just, it's all yeah. public record. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I got Marty. nothing There's to nothing hide. wrong with her. Nope. There's nothing on her. Yeah. Nope. Yep. And um, I, I'm sorry, I've I've lived a very quiet, unassuming life, and um, most of what I've done most of my life is try to help people out when I could uh, on various things. But uh, this got caught up in, and I blame Sarah Harvey for this. Um, I yeah. interviewed her all those years ago as a favor to a show host out in New York, and I had just started in radio, and. He asked me to give her airtime, said she really needed it. I interviewed her, and like most people first exposed to this, I'm thinking, I'm getting angry, thinking you're lying to me. Why are you lying to me? I was mad at John. I'm going to get on John, why did you do this to me? And I hung up from that interview, and I'm known for my research. I dug in. And of all the stuff I have researched and stumbled across and found over the years accidentally, I had never come across anything about this. It was that well hidden. It took me three days of digging and digging and digging and finally started uncovering stuff and realized that she was not lying to me. This woman was telling the truth. I was just bawling. I called her up, and I'm just apologizing to her. And I told her, I said, I'm sorry. I thought, she said, I know what you thought. She said, it's okay. I said, it isn't okay. Mm. I'm sorry. You know, I'm so sorry. And um, But this is what set me off on this and to see what she went yeah. through. Um, it's you know, awful. Just, it, it is. The, and, you know, it, it, girls, it isn't just the victim who suffers, it's the people around them, the downstream ripple mm-hmm. effect. The mm-hmm. people around yeah. them tortured and and mm-hmm. and suffering because of this. It's, and the people who are yeah. doing it have no conscience whatsoever. Don't I mean how do you in good conscience as a moral Christian Put somebody in isolation for no other reason than you want to rob them blind and know that they are tortured that they are collapsing mentally, that they are feeling abandoned, they're terrified. They're isolated. Yes. 
you know this, and yet you do it day after day after day. And you show right up on church on Sunday morning, sitting right in the front row, because you're a good Christian. Oh. Uh, I heard yeah, that's what bothers me. Guess what? I have a really good one. Uh, what? Diane, I heard this from that Diane Zabowski, who is one of these guardian attorneys out of Montgomery County. She's the piano player at her church every Sunday. I just thought everyone should know. <laughs> Most sociopaths <laughs> will situate themselves in a church uh, and in high-profile places. Like as a pianist, my mother was a sociopath. She was an organist, Juilliard-trained <laughs> pianist. She's playing organ in the church. Um, but most sociopaths will do this, and it's a cover for mm-hmm. just how terrible they really are. And they, oh, yeah. you can't look on the pillar of society. I belong to the church. Look at here, I am in church. Look at me, I'm praying. Yeah. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Look at me. Um, and that's what you're, the one thing you'll find about these glory hogs. It's always look at me, look at me. Uh, uh, I said this. Did you pay attention to me? Look at me, look at me. And I don't want you to look at me. I'm an old lady. Leave me alone. And, um, you know, it, it just, uh, I, I'm not interested. I don't, I, I don't need all of that. I, but, want I mean, the true, the true great yeah. people, if you even look throughout history, they're not the ones who say that they are great or have done something great. Other people say it. Yeah. Other right. people will say it. If you and you go throughout history, some of the you know amazing people who have like shaped our world, they're yeah. not the ones who ever say, "Look how great I am! I shaped the world." Other yeah. people say it for them, and that's how like, you what, know that someone is truly amazing. Right? Know, and they learn from their mistakes with. and they're humble. Yeah. And yeah. Like I was is, just watching the Abraham, Abraham Lincoln. Um, show on HBO, yeah. I told Angela, I'm like, the best thing I heard was it wasn't that he was this amazing person. He made mistakes. He was evolutionary. He learned from his mistakes and he grew and he grew and he grew as a person as we're supposed to. That made him revolutionary. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, who in their right mind walks around and espouses these ad- adorations of themselves as if they are spoken by the mouth of God. That I'm legitimacy is beyond reproach. I'm the world's leading advocate for the. Who how said you? you? Possibly, how could you possibly think so? Who could have possibly said something to you that would make you think something bad about me? Really? Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is just absolutely, uh, you know, th- and that's the worst part in all of this. We are in a battle, not with just with forces of evil that we need to fight. And I think that was one of the biggest shocks to me in all of this. I always anticipated the fight from the opposition, always prepared for it. I was not prepared for having to defend myself from people that were supposed to be on the same side I was. I was not, was never prepared for that. I guess call it stupidity, but it just never occurred to me that people saw this as some, you know, world-class badge of courage. I I just don't understand it. I'm not in this. 
or anything other right. than to get it stopped. And right, to stop it. On mm-hmm. that, that note, you, you know, this thing of writing legislation and all of that, that's great, but you cannot fix this system. It cannot be fixed. And mm-hmm. it is set up Agreed. so that it cannot be fixed. It needs to be abolished. This, these yeah, tribunals agree. were set up. These cases were taken out of state civil courts and put into these special tribunals to take them away from the law, to take them away from the protection of the Constitution, to deprive them of their rights, and to make it virtually impossible for you to get back into civil or criminal court. And um, it, you... you you almost cannot get out of probate. It is that much of a trap. This was set up to be a trap. It was set up to be a system of trafficking and theft, and it's run by the same players we fight all the time, uh, the Bar Association and their members. And then you know what really frightens me is there are too many of these predators meandering around among us. There's too many Mm -hmm. of them. And what upsets me even beyond that is too many of them are women. I just yep. I expect this of men. I don't expect it of women. Right. Right. And I don't want to go too off the rails with this, but, like, there's even women who are, like, they act like they're pro-other women. Like, oh, don't be a stripper. Don't be in these magazines. I'm not saying I agree with them. But, like, oh, that's so degrading of yourself. But yet they go out and degrade other people yep. it's like okay yep. so what's i mean like you're making one thing look bad one avenue look bad but you're doing another one that's just as bad if not worse mm-hmm. than the other yeah well and that that's the thing too is just like demeaning women for being strippers or this or that or something else excuse mm-hmm. me if those men weren't sitting there they wouldn't have a job <laughs> that's yeah. true. you know they wouldn't have a job, and um, and you got to have be a man with money to be able to tap that lifestyle. But um, it's yeah, they're on Jeff Epstein's island. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, absolutely. I don't condemn women for anything that they do, except for this. If you're a predator, if you because our our instinct to mother to care for, to nurture, to protect, is strong in all of us. But apparently some of us have a glitch in our personality. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because in any situation, I don't know about you ladies, but with any situation with me, that always jumps to the front to, to protect, to take care of. Right, yep. Not to prey on and cause torment and pain i can't do that and like to watch other people have pain there's people yes. who like to legitimately watch other people have pain yeah yes that's why i and say sadly, you know when you put somebody in isolation and know that they are being psychologically tortured that they are collapsing from being you know left out of everything that nobody's there they don't tell them we won't let them come see you. They tell them, oh, you see nobody's they here, don't, don't you? They don't love they you. They don't love you. They don't love you. Yeah, they abuse yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and they, it's called torture-based bonding. 
and it's the Stockholm syndrome. They begin to identify with their captors, and this goes on mm-hmm. to you better do what I tell you because if you don't, I'll leave too, and then there won't be anybody. Then what will you do? And but to torment someone in this way, and I say to do these things and go home to your family like nothing happened, and get up and go back and do it the same day, in the same way the next day. What's wrong with you? Does your family know you're a monster? You know? It takes a very sick person to do that. It takes a very sick, sick person to do that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And like I say, does your family know you're a monster? Um, They don't always. No, but they like, figured it that out B- eventually. What was it? BT- yeah, that's that BTK killer or whatever. And he, yeah. their family was shocked. Yeah. Yeah, you his know, daughter was so upset about it. Mm-hmm. I understand oh, yeah. that. You want to put your no parents idea. on a pedestal, and it's a whole yeah. big cycle. And Marty, me and you could probably have a whole huge conversation on this offline, but, like, I feel okay. like you understand, because I feel like your mother was like my mother. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, and I think that, it takes a special person to be in that situation and endure that and come out loving and caring on the other side. So mm-hmm. I just want to commend you for that. Cause I think it really okay. does take a special person. Yeah. Well, and yeah. Uh, I got awesome. another message, Mary message here. Uh, you're only doing this for the money that you get from it. Really? <laughs> well, sweetie, we're both here. <laughs> How you doing in your house. Marty, you're so uh, rich. You're so rich. Can you? <laughs> yeah. I have told people for years, for years, because there's been stories about how I make thousands and thousands of dollars, oh, please, that somewhere out there is a semi-truck full of cash that says Marty on the side. And if you see it, give it directions to my house. We need the money. Um, <laughs> you know, um, we don't solicit funds. You need your Breaking Bad doppelganger. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But we don't solicit funds. Um we appreciate any donation we do get, and we've gotten some that are like 10 or $20, and I appreciate every dollar. I truly do. Thank you so much, everyone who has done that, but it is because a rare it's thing. Really probably, it's probably, probably a big deal for them, and, you know, yes. I just want to say that that's amazing for those people that have given you something because I know it takes a huge sacrifice, and it's often people like that who sacrifice when they don't have anything to sacrifice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's... it's yeah. It's such an honor, you and know, and thank Marty, you for saying that. And yeah. it costs, there, it takes funds to run the show, to have yeah, right. to have a presence on the podcast. You have to pay a monthly subscription. Marty pays yep. for all that out of her own pocket. So to say that Marty's making a ton of money on this is, is no, crazy. But you know what? I I'd mean, like to, that's I'd why like I'm forcing her to take. To help Marty write a book. I'd like to nominate all of us to help Marty yeah. write a book. Uh, uh, that might be fun. Let's honest do it. to God. And, yeah, yeah, honest mm-hmm. to God, I think and, you should because I think you're a wealth of information well, and it's valuable. Your information is valuable and it shouldn't be given for free. It's valuable. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's been an awesome book. <clears throat> We've just, there I'm is sorry. so much going on, but like I say, I think, and this is my opinion, you can agree or not. But I think we need to change our focus from trying to remedy and fix this system, which is unfixable. It was never meant to be fixed. They're not going to allow it to be fixed, to abolishing it, getting rid of it totally. 
and um, yeah. mm-hmm. this is this has got to it's just you know it's like supported decision making which I think is the way to go but supported decision making thanks I think we got attacked by wolves well anyway <laughs> um uh but now the Bar Association is taking that on and trying to incorporate that into their propaganda. And that supported decision-making with a good guardian is, is shut oh up. We're trying to get rid of you people. And mm-hmm, but see, mm-hmm. they're trying to make it seem like, you know, we, we agree with this, but it, it needs a guardian to make sure everything is the No, it no. doesn't need a guardian. You, we don't need any predators. And... Um, <laughs> But and this thing too about how they don't collect stats on on how many people are under guardianship. Sure they do. Sure they do. And and um, that's where we're going to talk about where we can bring in our Freedom of Information Act because we're going to find it yeah. out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's <laughs> look at that. Stats. There's a way to find it out. Yeah. Let's get it because they always avoid that question when you ask it for the ask them of it because I've asked for it. I'm like, you okay. have the information. What do you have? You know, let's see here. Let's see, let's yep. see what you have. They don't give it out, you know. There, well, no, they have, there is they a have whole... to. Yep, it's a yep. whole new thing we've just found out. Well, and one of the people I have worked with over the years on the wild horse issue, because they're, of course, slaughtering all of our wild horses, and but I consider her the FOIA queen. And she, they have all kinds of traps and tricks, and we don't have to because of this and that. And the sun was shining on Saturday morning, so we don't have to respond to you. I mean, it's just the biggest load. Then this woman tore them up and nailed them down every which way they turned. And this was the Bureau of Land Management. And I'm telling you, nobody knows more about the FOIA system than she does. And I will get you hooked up with her. And she's she's tried to retire I'm determined not to let her, but <laughs> if, I can't, if I can't retire, neither can you. And um, but um, this is it, it, it. You would be amazed at what actually is available to you under FOIA, mm-hmm. and what has gone on that you had no knowledge of. Yeah. Between the players in these cases. You and, can get emails. I've yeah. I found a. Um, I found an article with that yesterday, and there's actually a judge, and there was a FOIA request, and the judge was using his personal email to do some of his correspondence to other government people. And all you have to do is just do one, and they found it, and he fought, and this was a judge that had to do it. He had to turn over all, not only his work email, but because he used his private email to do some work thing, they got his. They were allowed to go into his whole private email under these FOIAs. Wow! Now I understand it's the UFO conspiracy theory community that files these FOIAs, and that's why we're starting to see some of it coming out in the news. They, the government mm-hmm. doesn't want us to know that they're. What did I read? One that the U.S. Yeah. government has planned a colony on Mars already. Like this was oh, a yeah. real document. That they pulled yep. out, and so we all. And I guess you get like uh, receipts that you've got these requests. So we're doing more research about this, but we think we might have a good angle. Okay. And 
Wisconsin. Uh, Angela and I will be Team Wisconsin. We'll try, we'll try it out here and try it out in Pennsylvania. I've talked to some people, so very excited. It's free. And you have to be a United States citizen to be able to do it. Okay. Oh, I don't know it's if I am or good. not. Well, you Angela know, you've been here notes on Ohio before, too, because Angela's been in Ohio. Yeah. So that's yeah. interesting. Do you, do you, Way back in the day from when I was younger, even. So. It, yeah, you know, yeah. the, only people, the only people that are actually U.S. citizens are people born in the District of Columbia. Oh, that's me. That's me. Okay. I'll help. You're a, you're a U.S. citizen. You're a awesome. member of the corporation. And, okay, um, I'll file everyone's stuff for them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the rest of us, we're just out here tax paying. And, um, you know, and, you know that's paying people to rob from you. us. Yeah, paying people to <laughs> rob from us. Yes, thank you. What a way to put it. Um <laughs> You know, but, I haven't that, won any extra prizes because I have my, every once in a while, like, you know, my birth certificate, it says Washington and then D.C., and when you fill out all this, like, paperwork, it always says what city and state were you born in, and they usually get it right. Every once in a while, they'll think I was from Washington State, but I haven't gotten it. There's been no other brownie points that I've gotten for being born there. Wow. But I don't are there I don't know if there's any so I was born there's a woman's hospital that was in DC and I guess it's been knocked down so maybe they don't want people being born there I don't know. Yeah. According to Roosevelt under the Trading with the Enemies Act Prescott Bush Grandpa Bush got nailed under that for funding Germany. Didn't make any difference. She came home and became a U.S. senator anyway. Big whoop. But anyway, uh, Roosevelt added on to Tradings with the Enemies Act that the people of the United States, the common people out here, are foreign and enemy to the central government. We are considered the enemy of our own government. And um, wow, we, yes, and. That has never, nobody's ever corrected that, changed that, done anything about that. And that's the way they view mm-hmm. us. Um, but to, to get back to this thing, I say, I don't, we're trying to fix a wheel that can't be fixed. It it's never was never meant to run right. It was never meant to be corrected. And every effort that's it's made to correct it, yes, it becomes worse. It, we have to focus on abolishing the whole system. This is mm-hmm. a violation of people's constitutional rights. And like I say, they have commodified us. They're buying, selling, and trading us. They're robbing us blind. Um, they're doing everything that they can to destroy us. And mm-hmm. we have got to stand together. And you can agree with it or not agree with it. I don't care. But this has got to stop. Let's don't fix what's so terribly wrong to begin with. You, you can't fix it. It was evil in its nope. conception. It's even worse now. Get rid of it. And get rid of the people who are trying to keep it in place. And by get rid yep. of it, I mean get them out of office, and make sure they don't profit from it, whatever. Um, but I think we need I, a whole overhaul. <laughs> A whole yeah, overhaul. there you go. 
Yes. I do yeah. think so. And here's something else, Marty. I want to just say this, and, I, and I'm sorry, but I think this is so relevant to the conversation of guardianship, is that I wanted to say this to one of the people, the senators we were working with, but never got that far. Um, my son, who's, you know, a minor, obviously, he, we had an accident when he was young, and there's a, a money fund for him. And uh-huh. it went under probate court, which is fine. I don't want to touch that money. I don't want that money. It's his money. I will do everything in my power to never, ever, ever in a million years touch that money. But the thing is, here's the thing with that, is it's so hard on me as a mom, a working mom. I have to, like, go out of my way every year to go to the bank who doesn't want to cooperate and fill out this form from the court that the money's there and it's on file and I'm not going to take it and it's there, it's there, it's all accounted for. Uh Whatever. Okay, fine. That's all fine and good, but, like... When I set up the account, it was set up in such that I couldn't take money without court approval. So, yes, I still have to go do this every year, like every year. And I know it sounds stupid and it's not a big deal, but it is a big deal because you have to take time out of your day. It's a big production. you got to go do this and do this, and the bank gives you a hard time. you got to argue with them. you got to wait for a notary. you got to argue. And it's just so much nonsense. And it's like they yeah. do all this stuff for kids that are under 18, but they don't do it for the same thing for our seniors. They do not. They do not. Well, like in your son's case, um, the court stays involved in it because every time they make a motion or demand or something comes from that court, they get a percentage of what's there. It might only be 2 mm-hmm. or 3%, but they get a percentage every time. And um, yeah. that's, yes, and see, in guardianship cases that probate, and these are not judges. These are hearing examiners, ministerial clerks, or magistrates. And people say, well, they're magistrates and they're elected, and they were appointed by the, mm-hmm. they are not judges of the law. And they don't deal with law. Part. Yeah, and they are working for or with or through the very same agencies you're fighting and mm-hmm. every one of them takes on the east coast it's two to three percent you move to the west coast it goes up to five to six percent every time a motion is brought in that case that probate examiner goes ka and um it just uh they let all these bogus damn charges in from these attorneys and everything and if you've ever attended one of these hearings I have. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely. My, I mean, you're just standing there looking like a flycatcher with your mouth hanging open at the obvious. Uh, I. What do I want to say? Uh, there is no law there. It is such a mm-hmm. rigged scenario. It is such a rigged setting, and the Hogwash. flagrance. Yes with which they do this stuff and then walk out and go to lunch together. Mm-hmm. And I watched a potential guardian stand up. This was the first time I actually saw this firsthand. I stood up and started levying all sorts of charges against this woman who was trying to save her husband. And they were a wealthy older couple. And he needed home care. He had health problems. Well, they decided he was just ripe for guardianship. And so she's trying mm-hmm. to, and they levied all this. So I'm waiting for this hearing examiner 
to say, you know, I need to see your evidence. Where's your evidence? They never asked. They never asked. They never had to produce any evidence to support what they were saying. I saw this woman shredded, decimated, destroyed in front of um, this, uh, this whole courtroom. And nobody said a word. The supposed attorney standing next to her stood there and didn't say a word, being me at the time. I stood up. I said, wait a minute. You're supposed, aren't you supposed to defend her? Why aren't you speaking up for her? I got put out of the courtroom. Imagine that. And, um, oh, they but, always took uh, people out of the court. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No but if you can, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is, this is what I'm saying. The absolute flagrant, blatant corruption that goes on in these probate tribunals on a day-to-day basis and yet, oh, yeah. and you've got these bar members in there that, you know, they love the law. Oh, they they had to become a lawyer because they love the law so much. What you love is being able to twist it and turn it and use it and abuse it and do what you want to do and enrich yourself mm-hmm. in the process. And, yep. you know, one of these bills that just came out, girls, made the claim that uh, giving the victim the right to pick their own attorney. They had that right anyway, you asshole. Um, yet you have these judges firing their attorneys, appointing one from the court, somebody who will play a game mm-hmm. with them. They fire their private physician and get one that mm-hmm. works with the court all the time to write up what they yep. want. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that happen. Is, yeah, this is a rigged system. There is not a politician out there who doesn't know exactly what is going on here. And they sit there and, and just like this. Honest to God, that Casey and Collins bill that come out. No. Uh, oh. He's going to shoot now. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the one before it, that Christ bill. Mm-hmm. And everybody's, oh, I'm so thankful. And for those of you, I will say it again, who have the attitude, I'll take what I can get. You got nothing. Are you happy? And these are insults. These are absolute mm-hmm. insults from these politicians, from our legislators, from our state government. These are insults levied at the public. Yeah, we know. We know what we're doing. Yeah, yeah we know. We're just buying time. We're um, trying to appease you. Yeah, yeah. Kiss this will feet. make it look we're like. To, we're, we're giving you all this stuff. Kiss our feet. Yeah. We've done nothing, but yeah. we're making it look like we've done everything for you. Yep, yep, exactly. And we've got no one. That's the worst part of it. We've got no one in Congress. We've got no one at the state level who will deal with this honestly and openly. No, the state in. is the worst. Yes. The state is the worst. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because they want and, you to work they, with the state, and I get it, but are the worst. They're the most corrupt, and they want it kept under wraps. Yep. I think they're exactly. getting, um, they get, like, campaign contributions, and that's how they get their oh, kickbacks yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, it benefits yeah. them. I bet, believe you me. <laughs> I have to. And that's why Mark needs to write a book. It needs to yeah. be totally outlined because it makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. It just, it, and that's just the the thing. These people do not work for us. 
um, many people. I had a friend years ago in Minnesota who ran for representative in a district south of where I lived, and he won. Yippee! About six mm-hmm. months later, he resigned. And I said, Tom, why did you do that? I don't understand. Why did you do that? And he said, I couldn't stomach it. He said, I absolutely could not stomach it. He said, I was being assailed from every angle of this is what we do here, and this is what we're saying there, and don't you say anything else, and this is how we're voting, and this is how you're going to vote. And he said, I kept saying, no, I didn't come here to, to do this. You'll either do it that way or we'll cut you out of everything. Oh, my God. And um, But he came away from it quite disillusioned. Um, and, you know, somebody said to me, you should have been an attorney, Marty. I could not ever possibly be one. Not that I couldn't master that. But who wants to swim with the snakes, you know? I, I just don't mm-hmm. want to. And I don't mm-hmm. want to be associated with that. And, um, They'd disbar you because you'd be too good. Yeah, they they disbarred you for a lot of reasons. And and that's what they do to attorneys who actually try to represent clients. They they sanction them and they disbar them. And, you know, another thing, too, you can file against the surety bond that guardian has to carry and that attorney has to carry in these cases. And... Mm-hmm. But before you file against that bond, you have to file a complaint with the Bar Association. Now, it's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to go anywhere. You just have to do it. And then uh, you do the, the Bar Association thing, and then you can go file against that surety bond. After three complaints, they drop their bond. And they have to have that bond to prove that in case they you know, something goes wrong, they can cover the money that's in that estate. Um, but there again, and these people they have to be kept out of it. They always wave bonds in these guardianship yeah. things. You see it, oh, yeah. bond wave, bond wave. Yep. And uh, it's just it's it's just a it's just a rigged rigged thing. But I think this FOIA thing is a good idea. Get as much information as you can. It's like and a new toy we're going to play with. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Games exciting. that advocates play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Games yeah. you play. Yep. And, uh, we'll all come up with just... different questions. I'll file this question. You file this question. I'll file yeah, this There you go. Upstairs. It's the game. It's a yeah. dance. It's like dancing with the stars, mm-hmm. but it's like behind the yeah. scenes. It's like the, it's like there's moves and plays and choreography mm-hmm. that's like all like what's the best choreography to do and yeah. you know to screw people wow. over. Yeah. <laughs> so what money other ideas and power. Can... Yeah. Do we have Do we have any last minute nice emails before cause we wanted to hear? people's favorite hog segments well actually no i got one from someone that says you're an idiot and you need to shut up but i didn't think dan needed to air time and um Mm. but that's all right dan you yeah okay it'll be crazy wait marty if someone thinks that we're idiots and we should shut up couldn't they like like turn us off and just not or not yeah 
Not too. Yeah, yeah. How about that's that? that? Well, it doesn't think you're an idiot. They thought I was an idiot, and I need to shut up. And um, but I won't pass mm-hmm. that off on you girls. But you'd probably all be no, okay, it's okay. If you're talking to me. Yeah, you don't know that. <laughs> no, is. it's fine. I'm honored to talk to you. So if they say that about you, then uh, yeah, yeah. They say that I'm honored all to speak with well. you and be here yeah. with you. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it is. We don't know they were what try- <laughs> they were trying we to give know you what an we're out. talking about. <laughs> Yeah. and that's the worst it's, part it's even they six, don't know they don't know they have no idea they have no idea no. they haven't lived it because if they lived it they would never say that right yeah and it's just right. so crazy and yep. like when we all find each other and like oh yeah I went through this I went there. and most people think we're crazy so it's yep. like an amazing bond like you know we've gotten a couple oh. calls from Montgomery County and, and um, I even had one oh my gosh what state was that oh some other state it was some state that we've never mentioned, like a Kentucky or a Nebraska or something like that. Anyway, um, they they call me, and I think people just want to be validated. Like, yes, you are dealing with a criminal racket right now. Yes. yes. What you are experiencing is real, and it's not your fault. Like, people just want to be validated that they are dealing with a criminal enterprise. And right. they're well, getting to demonized. Yeah, but like we all know this because we've we've all been through it, and we all found each other, and we'll tell each other the craziest. Oh, guess what? This that guardian did this, and the guardian. I mean, and it just sounds crazy, but there's such a bond. Like we can tell each other, and it's like we know that we all believe each other because we've all gone through it. Yeah. And so when you're new, when you're a new victim, you know it's terrible. And you know what, Marty? I'm having to do. I am having to warn people about glory hogs right away. These are yeah. the people that you don't ever want to talk mm-hmm. to. Trust me, trust me, trust yep. me. You know, and if they well, want like yeah. bias, like references, you could give them to Angela or I because we'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, we're not biased. We'll tell you. Stay away from yeah. oh, yeah, from experience. The, <laughs> the anti glory hog reference check. Do yeah. I trust this person? No. And here, you can call this person, and they'll tell you no, and this person, and they'll tell you, yeah, no, oh, my God, this is a genius idea. The, the anti-glory hog reference check. Or the, yeah, the phone go. book. The phone book. The phone book. It's like the glory hog pages. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> nope. That one's pages. in the phone book. Don't call. That's funny. Yeah. That's a really good idea. <laughs> it's a secret document of who not to talk to with yeah. references. Call this person, yeah, they'll references. tell you. Call this person. Yes. Well, yeah, with tons yeah. of references. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Well, well now we stirred the pot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, because no, I would do you already take them know. down. Say what? Don't, I'll, you know I'll the emails are already going out because I've been in maligned mm-hmm. and insulted. I'm oh, no. tired of being ridiculed after the well. my heart. They poisoned the well. <laughs> And you were a bad and you were a bad influence on me because I'm so sweet. Yes, yes. I know. And I'm like Marty's so sweet. How are you saying that? I know. Marty is sweet. Marty is sweet. Marty's legit though. She's on yeah. she's a straight shooter. I, She'll be like, Oh, why is this? Why I is call this? Marty why is this? <laughs> I think I call Marty every day on the phone and drive her insane. Or I send her texts. I send her pictures of cakes. I'll be like, yeah. wait, were you sleeping? And Mari's like, no. 
I got oh, my cinnamon rolls today. And <gasps> I'm gonna yes. finally, finally after begging for years and <laughs> I got my cinnamon rolls in and I'm gonna cook one Sunday morning and I am going to photograph myself stuffing myself with this monster cinnamon roll and pass oh. it around and I don't care who sees uh-huh. it. Um, yes, well, I am. Well, hey, hey, you're being a glory well, hog for Halloween well, is excuse, right? Say what? <laughs> Thank you. You're being a glory hog for Halloween is excuse, right? And you're yeah, hogging you the, you're, you're you're hogging the cinnamon roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah there the you go. <laughs> Yep. Oh my gosh! Yep. And then and then we'll have Marty report on the cinnamon roll next Friday. Yep. That's right. <laughs> Which will be preceded by a large belch. Yep. I think yeah, she did. We had a, we used to have, yeah. yeah. There's those. So we're all drooling. <laughs> it's like yeah. Oh, I never had one. I can just imagine. I can oh pretend. So how did, how did Angela get a cinnamon roll before I did? Because um, she was well, Angela, Marty. This was before COVID. We used to have, like, uh, remember, Angela? It was, like, before COVID. We would yeah. have, like, did we meet monthly? And we met with some other people yeah. at the bakery. Mm-hmm. And then whatever was yeah. left over, I would make coffee. And then I would have, like, cinnamon rolls and stuff left over. And we had these oh, top wow. secret Wisconsin oh. meetings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yes, and she told me all about the glory hog. She told me all about the glory hog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I warned Angela. Okay. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, there's so many everybody. people. There's so yeah. many people that come to our top secret meeting. Like, like, I mean, I'm not going to say names, but if you knew some of the careers of the people that came to this Wisconsin meeting, you would be shocked. Mm-hmm. We had, wow. and they weren't just in the Madison area. We had people driving up from some of the other, a couple hours to come to our wow. meeting. And we had, we, after hours when the bakery was closed. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've well, had, yeah. We've, we've, yeah. Yeah. I mean, wow. we won't say what politicians, but we even were able to get phone calls. Or we, Well, then it was finally COVID, and we had, like, some Zoom calls with politicians, but we won't, in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. but we can't reveal who they are because of glory hogs, which is so yeah. unfortunate. But, yep. yeah, I mean, Angela yep. and I are part, we're partners in crime here in Wisconsin doing our thing for Yay. NASA. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Good. We're, we're, yes, good. we've gotten quite a ways. Okay. Yeah. Girls, we've only got about two and a half minutes here, and I need to wind this down. Uh, I want to thank you for coming on, and this was a great conversation tonight. We covered a lot of territory, a lot of things. Um, I want you to all think, though, about the movement to abolish this system altogether, get rid of it. It cannot be fixed. They will yep, never allow yeah. it. Support Marty writing a book. Support Marty writing a book. we got to have Marty write a book. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Like Angela's <laughs> idea was great. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, and, girls, thank yeah. you for joining us tonight. Um Thank you. Cause, yeah, as Thank always, you. I was so glad you're here. And thanks for the hog report. It is the most popular segment of the shows. And people really get a kick out of it. They truly, and they know exactly who you're talking about, <laughs> which I think is itself. <laughs> it's oh, no. Somebody needs to check themselves. Um, but it's just, uh, you know, uh, I want to mention that these shows are brought to you in coordination with Marcel Reed and the Whistleblower Summit. 
and that's an annual event in Washington, D.C. Of course, we have a panel there each year, and um, we'll be there again this year, whether it's on Zoom or it's in D.C., however it is. I don't know. As I understand, there isn't anybody in D.C. But um, Mm -hmm. anyway, uh, we've got a lot going on. We need to work together. Let's stay in touch. Let's talk. Let's formulate a plan and see what we can get done. Okay? Sounds good, Marty. Sounds thank, good. You. Right. thank you. Thank so you so much, you. guys. Thank you, Marty and Kaz. Right. We love you. Good. Love, love you, too. You. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.